Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Happy Monday! Especially the Badger fans out there. It is Scalzo and Brasta Grazi ESPN Wisconsin. He is big time Benny Badger, Ben Brost. I feel like I needed like a round of applause after that. Don't you think I could be a great PA guy? I I told you, you could be the best auctioneer I've ever seen in my life. I don't life. know, auctioneer, I gotta be quicker though. Nothing. And a lot of the, you know, <laughs> I got 250 up front, 250, 300, like it's too That's quick almost. <laughs> You'd be a great hype man, for sure. Thank you. I am Greg Scalzo. I don't know what that means. Josh DiMaggio running the show. Uh, You, the Scalzo and Brust family, the fourth, the most important member of the show. I guess I should say fifth because we've got our boy Alex G. Alex G. holding it down. No. Holding it down at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown. Off the Capitol Square. I'm not going to make a big deal out of this because I've done this I think I'm good. so many times on this show. But we are a special edition 4-7 to seven show here on Scalzo and Brust. And if you have the hiccups already and Wouldn't they don't great. go away, I will lose my crap. We are going 4-7 to seven because it is a massive day in Wisconsin sports. We started yesterday with the shocking announcement that Luke Fickle... Last year's Coach of the Year in the NCAA, Luke, is going to be the new head coach for the University of Wisconsin football team. After the surprise firing of Paul Christ, following the dismal performance at home against Brett Bielema's Illinois, fighting a line eye, it looked like it was Jimmy, Jimmy Leonard's job to lose. It did. He stepped in. The team played up and down. I don't think considerably better than they had played before. They certainly seemed like they were playing harder. Certainly seemed like the energy had increased. But then you go out and you blow the axe game. And I don't think one directly affected the other. But there were some tough losses in there that Jimmy and that team went uh, uh, experience. They resulted in a 6-6 six six record. Luke Fickle now, your new head coach. Some Badger fans ecstatic about it. Some Badger fans distraught over it and feel like Jimmy Leonard was the guy and the Badgers did him dirty. Ben Brost, God, they are here. Ben Brost, your feelings on the hiring of Luke Fickle. I mean, I am smiling ear to ear right now. And again, the this is the only time I will preface this. This is nothing against Paul Christ and Jim Leonard and what they did for the Wisconsin Badgers, but... Luke Fickle being the head coach at the University of Wisconsin makes this a fantastic day to be a Wisconsin Badger football fan or just a Wisconsin Badger like or just anyone who wants to see this program reach heights that it has not seen. We can talk about how great things were from 2010 all the way through 2019. Since 2019, I've had nothing to really get excited about other than Graham Mertz against Illinois in his first game before the COVID season. That has to be a consideration, does it not? Like now, the Badgers with a bad quarterback have historically been able to win eight games. Correct. They only won six this year, but I do wonder how much. <laughs> You're joking. Graham Mertz. You're joking with the hiccups. I'm not. <laughs> 
I do wonder how much Graham Mertz, his lack of success has actually directly led to the changing of the guard here at Wisconsin. It's a great question, but ultimately, because if, if ultimately, ultimately, Paul Christ recruited him, right? Like, and it's and it's a it, tough spot, you're right? He's the best quarterback recruit. recruit. It's supposed to be great for your program moving forward, but ultimately, what did we see from what was supposed to be a quarterback coach guru and an offensive mind? We saw things get stale, and we saw a quarterback in Graham Mertz not develop, not even to the point that we all hope for as a freshman, but not even to the level of like. Eight and four. We got we got six and six, four and three. And last year, I don't give a crap what anyone says. They got their brains beat in by Penn State because he couldn't hand the ball off. He threw two pick sixes to Notre Dame. They lost to Michigan and they lost the Axe. They beat a bunch of crap teams. And guess what? Those crap teams that they beat last year are the same crap teams that were beating them in this year's season. So the progression of Graham Mertz definitely did not help this coaching staff. And I understand Jim Leonard. Had to go through a lot. Like he did. I don't think Jim Leonard had any real intentions of wanting to probably be the head coach. If you asked Jim Leonard before the season if being the head coach of Wisconsin was in his near future, I don't think he'd say yes. I thought he was thrusted into something that he did admirable. He brought the team together to play harder. But this ain't about playing harder. This is about the future of the Wisconsin Badgers. And the new athletic director, Chris McIntosh, said this is how it's going to be. And I and trust me, if you think that Chris McIntosh doesn't understand how big of a decision this was to go against the what the status quo is of hiring the Wisconsin Badger who was a walk-on, who played in the NFL, who grinded his way as a def- defensive back coach to a defensive coordinator, to dealing with what he had to deal with this year as the interim head coach, Paul Chris knew, or excuse me, Chris McIntosh knew all of that. But Luke Fickle was the hottest coaching commodity last year. And the idea that he's going, that he chose to come to Madison, Wisconsin, should be celebrated unanimously. I understand it won't be, but it should be. If you take emotion out of it, 10 out of 10 people would choose Luke Fickle over Jim Leonard. I mean, look, Luke Fickle has the, he's got the pedigree, he's got the resume, he has the experience, he built up a a program in Cincinnati that's not as well-resourced as Wisconsin, that lacks the heritage, uh, the tradition that Wisconsin does. And he got them to a place that Wisconsin wants to go. And uh, from everything I've heard about Luke Fickle, he's the kind of guy that's going to fit within the program. He's the kind of guy that's going to fit within Madison. It's a very exciting hire. I do think, though, there is a part of it where, like, it's actually a riskier move for McIntosh to go and hire Luke Fickle than it would have been for him to stand pat of course, and keep Jim Leonard. But that's surprising because, to your point, when you look at it on its face, Fickle is actually the safer hire. Like, if you were starting as an AD yeah. in a new yeah. place and you had two candidates up there, Fickle would be the safer hire. But at Wisconsin, Leonard would have been the safer hire. I think Fickle offers a much higher ceiling, but a much I do think he offers a lower floor. I think Leonard could have came in and kept that Wisconsin consistency, that consistency, that sauce, whatever it is, whether you like it or you don't like it, it would have been there. I'm curious to see what Fickle can do, what he will do, but I do think it's really exciting because the way the college football is going, uh, Barry helped this program innovate a couple of times. It needs another round of innovation as college football develops and evolves faster than it ever has. Ultimately, 
Chris McIntosh decided that this program needed a reboot. And it and it doesn't it doesn't matter. Again, like the job of an athletic director is not to look at it of what is going to be the most appealing to alumni, to fans, to the Wisconsin way. It's to look at it in like when Barry Al- Barry Alvarez was the outside hire, right? Barry Alvarez created what is now Wisconsin. I think Luke Fickle is like, you can't ask for a perfect hybrid. He's going to want to win the line of scrimmage. The guy was a defensive tackle at Ohio State. Like, he was a defensive coordinator for Ohio State. He's got defense. He's got toughness. That's all in his in his blood and how he coaches. Like, that's, that's not going to be far off from what we've seen from Wisconsin, right? And I think that's going to make people happy. But there's little changes, right? There's that experience. There's the opportunity that he might innovate the offense a little bit differently than we've seen in the past. And that should be exciting for Wisconsin fans. 800-990-3776. Josh in Lake Geneva chimes in and says, every time I hear Luke Fickle, I think, why did they hire the kicker from the Dolphins? And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's Ray Finkel. Josh in Lake Geneva bringing us the hard-hitting stuff here. Did McIntosh, did the... That's mean, Josh. That's too mean, I think. Did uh, the Badgers make the right decision in hiring Luke Fickle over Jim Leonard? 800-990-3776. We want to hear from you. This gal's own Russ family. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We will get to your calls. We will get to you. Uh, but the other big news from Wisconsin sports last night, Packers end up dropping uh, a game In Philadelphia, against Miles Sanders and the Philadelphia Eagles, Aaron Rodgers. um, I'm glad the truth has finally come out. I've tried to allude to it. uh, But the man's thumb is not connected to the rest of his hand. And I'm glad that people finally know the truth. Um, it is sh- he, he has shown more toughness than I think Brett Favre ever did during his career in terms of returning to the game yesterday after that initial rib shot where I thought he punctured both of his lungs. I know they're still looking to see exactly what the damage is there. But Aaron Rodgers leaves the game. Jordan Love comes in. He throws a touchdown pass. Looks okay uh, in replacing uh, Aaron Rodgers. Packers still lose. <laughs> With that, we welcome in the sole member of the love train outside of the official and official blind fan of the Scalzombrus family. David Manone is also on there. I think there might be some more, actually. The man who believes that this Packers team would have been better off the last two seasons with Jordan Love instead of back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers. The man who created the Show Me the Love t-shirt. He is the official clown of the Scalzombrus family, Mark in New Berlin. It's about to get all stupid up in here! <laughs> the only man who loves Jordan Love more than his own mother. It's Mark from New Berlin. Take it away! Happy, happy Monday! And I got news for you two guys and Joshy. The love train is full. Cadillac Chris Collinsworth is the conductor. Did you hear him yesterday? Every pass was thrown perfect. Every pass was thrown perfect. Six for nine, 113 yards, one touchdown against the best team in football, and he only played, what, eight minutes? Come on now, guys. you got to hop on the love train. And I, I ordered my Jordan Love jersey from the Packer Pro Shop. They said they're selling like crazy. And if you want an Aaron Rodgers jersey, they said go to Goodwill. People are throwing them out. They're donating them to thrift stores. 
I just go by a leaf pile and I seen a couple of, I've seen a couple of pumpkins and leaves on them in the leaf pile. People are throwing them out. So, you know, hop on the love train. It's time to switch. The guy looked perfect. Then they interviewed, didn't they interview Matt LaFleur? He goes, he does this all the time in practice. So why don't you guys just figure this is the future? Aaron Rodgers hurt his ribs. He hardly got even hit in the ribs. That shows he's getting old. And then another thing. I just seen even Patrick Mahomes is for love. Did you see on the back of Patrick Mahomes' helmet? On the base of the helmet, it says, choose love. So right now, guys, hop on the love train. It is, it is, it is moving quick. Get rid of it, you know, Mama Iowaska, you know, not yet my son. Did you see him? Not yet my son. He looks old and decrepit. Not yet my son. Hop on the love train, you guys. What do you guys need? Even I could even tell it after the game when the younger dynamic. You to be on the train. uh, $100,000, Mark. If you pay me $100,000, I'll declare myself part of the love train. Well, what train are you on now? What, what What train is going anywhere? The 2023 you know. Super Bowl 58 Scalzo and Bruss Super Bowl train to Las Vegas. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. There is no way. There is no way. And I'll tell you another thing. We should put well, we want the Jordan Love, The Jordan Love train to 7 and 10 oh, next season. You had Cadillac Chris Collinsworth, the Hall of Famer. Chris Collinsworth was talking about how great effect. Aaron Rodgers was. How Rodgers still has. The guy always says good things about people. <laughs> No, Aaron Rodgers. So what does Aaron Rodgers have? You know, if Love would have played that whole game, we would have won that game. He can run. Rodgers can he can stop run. the run? Can it's Jordan Love time. stop the run? Because that, that's that's what I think was lacking. Oh, now we're gonna blame it on the other players. Okay, we know he's you know he's he can't catch the ball too. He's the quarterback. Can can Jordan Love maybe put more points up? Of course he can. Of course he can. This guy is the real deal. You know it. I know it. How much longer do you think he still talks to himself? After? I can see it right here. It's it's usually a considerably long amount of time. Uh, thank you, Mark and New and Ber- New Berlin, the official leader Rah! of the Jordan Love Train. 800-990-3776. Jimmy or Fit. Fickle, uh, Chris McIntosh and the Badgers made their choice. It was Luke Fickle and Love or Rogers. Who do you want to see play the rest of the year? It's like two match matches going on right now. Pick the winner. 800-990-3776. You're going to have to get over it. I'm I can't, over I it. can't have you looking at me like with that, with that dumb <laughs> with that face grin. the whole time we're doing this show. Ah, how do I? Can I what worked last just get, time? Just get, just get Drink some tea. Huh? 800-990-3776. We open it up to you. The Scalzo and Bruss family next. And Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Bruss. 101 calories in a 24-minute sex session. That's the yeah, result. When you're Ben Bruss laying on your back expecting everybody <laughs> else to do the work. <laughs> Subscribe to the Scalzo and Bruss podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. from yesterday really one of the few things that i think could be the headline above 
Jordan Love replaces an injured Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football is the hiring of your next head coach for the Wisconsin Badger football team. That is Luke Fickle listening live right now from his introductory press conference in Madison. Something like that. Maybe they can look some things up, but there is there is some blind faith involved in what you guys are doing for me, just like I asked these guys over here to have um, as we as we continue this and begin this new journey. So thank you. Thank you for all that uh, everybody that's been a part of uh, believing and giving me this opportunity. Special thanks, obviously, to, to Chris. Um, I know this wasn't the easiest thing in the world, and to step outside of a comfort zone and, and believe in, in me and, and figuring that uh, there's, there's, some, there's some differences and there's some changes um, and being open to this. And uh, I believe that this one of the big reasons why I'm here, not just because of Chris, but in, in our ability to have a partnership, our ability to find ways in this new evolving landscape and um, of moving this program, this athletic department, everything that we do forward. And uh, it's got to be a partnership and there's got to be a relationship and there's got to be a lot of, a lot of trust. And uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate that from you. Um, obviously, thank you to my family, to my wife most in particular, that uh, the, the rock, is, as we all know, the, the, the kind of the strength behind this whole thing that gives me the opportunity to spend so much time with 100 and some 18 to 22 year olds and, and maybe not as much time with the six of mine at my house. Um, thank you for allowing me to, to chase this dream and this passion that, uh, that I have of coaching and developing young men. Um, I couldn't do it without you. To all my kids, to my daughter Luca, to Ashton, to Aiden, Lake and to Lucian for allowing me to uproot you, uh, start this journey all over again um, without batting an eye. To my oldest son who's not here, um, I appreciate him as well. And, <clears throat> it's most difficult on sometimes on the family because real soon here, guys, we'll, we'll go to work and uh, those blinders will go on and, and just start rolling. And uh, a lot of times there's a lot of others that, uh, you know, that, that don't get the credit that they deserve. And, and I know for this that this is a family thing for us, us coming here, us moving here, us up, uprooting. Um, just like I told those guys that when, when they get to know me, we'll, we'll create a family. Um, my family would be a part of this every bit a part of it and uh, so I appreciate them for for giving me this opportunity and allowing me to to do this to the University of Cincinnati where uh, to President Pinto to John Cunningham who were, were my bosses um, over the last six years um, all that they've done for me and given me the opportunity to be standing here today the support that I needed um, the belief um, as we continued to grow what, what it is that we did there um, I appreciate them I thank them to all the coaches that uh, that helped me get here. Obviously, the, the coaches at the University of Cincinnati in particular that were, were assistant coaches, and, and obviously we had a bunch. Um, that was one of the tougher things, is, is there was a lot of change and a lot of role um, through that. But all those guys came in, believed in what it is we're doing, bought into what we were doing, um, stayed aligned, and, and give, give us this opportunity, and me in particular, this opportunity to be where I am. Um, and really the most important group of all to, to the former players that I had. <clears throat> what was it about? I told those guys about six hours before I talked to them, I stood in front of a group of guys that I owe everything to. I mean, that's why I'm standing here. I know that there's a lot of people to be thankful for, uh, but there's no way we can do this. I know I couldn't do this without the guys that I had there and um, what it is that they did for me and for my family and, and for, for a lot of us. Um, that uh, we all work really hard in this profession, 
But if you can't get the guys behind you to believe in you, you can't get those guys to do things that uh, they don't even believe they're going to do, then we don't have these opportunities like this. And it's amazing sometimes that those guys do what they do for us, and then there is a lot of change in their life. But um, we all understand that it's a part of it. I told uh, the team yesterday that uh, change is inevitable, right? There's change in all of our lives. Growth is what's optional, and we have to choose to grow. You know, we have to choose to grow. There's a lot of change in my life as well. And, and I know that for us in particular, as a group of men together, we're all going to be growing together through this change. And it's never easy. It's never easy. But the things that are easy aren't what last. The things that are easy aren't what going to get us to where we want to go, to get us back to where we deserve and believe we need to be. And uh, as we go through this, we, we, will, we will do this together. And, and that's what... Uh, that's what I want them to know more than anything. Um, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than any one coach. You know, this is about a team. This is about a group of men. This is about a guys coming together and believing even through all these changes and, and, and different things that are going to happen um, that we build something, you know, and, and we build it together. Because where there's a couple people that uh, reap the rewards of success, you know, it's usually the head coach and the, and the quarterback that are the guys that uh, – continue to move on and, and reap the success, but we know how it really has, got to, has to happen. And it's got to happen from within. And um, there's no other way that I know of doing it. And uh, I'm excited about this opportunity, as, as, uh, as I hope you all can, can envision and see. Um, I'm not one to stand up here and make bold statements by any means. I'm not one to, to make uh, outlandish you know, um, goals and things that we're going to be able to do. I can promise you this, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these guys to believe in what it is that we do, buy into the things that we do, the way that which we do them. Um, and it's going to be because they, they see the trust, respect, and love that, uh, that I have for them um, every single day, through the ups, through the downs, through the, through the, through the most difficult times. Um, but that's what it's a part of. And uh, the change is inevitable. The growth is what's optional, and I'm willing to grow. I've met with a lot of these guys today. I felt really good about their ability and their willingness to grow. And for four or five hours I spent with these guys today, I realized why this place is so special, why they've had incredible success. And not once did I, we didn't go to the weight room. I didn't watch a film. I didn't see a guy make a tackle. I didn't see a guy run a 40-yard dash. I didn't see a guy do a bench press. But I saw a bunch of guys tell me what their heart really felt what they felt about this place, how they felt about their teammates, what they felt about the locker room, and what success was to them. And uh, I had the greatest relief. I haven't even had a chance to tell my wife. I had the greatest relief of when those guys walked out of knowing that uh, I'm in the right place, I'm with the right group of guys, and I'm excited to go to work. So I appreciate that. I promise you'll get a lot more of me, more than maybe you, you, you want at times. But uh, I'm incredibly excited for this opportunity. I'm incredibly excited to get started. And uh, it can't, it can't, uh, we can't get this thing rolling fast enough. So, Chris, thank you, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. On Wisconsin. That new Wisconsin Badgers head football coach, Luke Fickle, Luke. in his introductory press conference a little earlier than we anticipated. Uh, we missed a couple of earlier marks by Chris McIntosh, but you got to hear the entire of Luke Fickle here on Scalzo and Brust across ESPN. Wisconsin special edition today taking you up until 7 o'clock. 
adding an extra hour with the big news out of Madison. And of course, Jordan Love replacing Aaron Rodgers last night on Sunday night football. Ben, your initial thoughts. You gave a roaring uh, round of applause, a standing ovation. You kept your shirt on, so you made it, I don't know, 50% there in terms of full excitement level? No, that is everything I wanted and more. You're not getting, like, again, I don't want no phony up there. Luke Fickle's not a phony. He's not. There's hey, a lot of coach speak. I yeah, will say we're a not going to win. Speak. We're not national championship or bust or this, that. Like, he is going to do it his way. He's going to get his players to believe in what his message is, and the results will follow. And I don't want anything different than that. That is, that is a guy where you show up, he's going to lay out the expectations. You either meet those or you're out of there. And if you're meeting them, guess what? He's probably going to lead you to a place that you're going to like being at. Whatever the 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 change is inevitable, growth is optional. Get that tattooed on my on my I don't know back or or chest or whatever Your face face. I mean, I am a Chris McIntosh, Luke Fickle stan. I, I mean, I cannot wait for this new regime. It is an amazing time to be a Wisconsin Badger. Luke Fickle was never going to stand up at that press conference and say anything that was going to be out of this world. But I tell you what, I love coach speak. I love football guys. And that's a guy I want to go to war for. We will continue to react. Plus, those guys are taking questions. So we'll hear more from Luke Fickle and Chris McIntosh live in Madison. That's coming up next. This is Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Russ. I want Greg Scalzo to be my running mate, and you get to be VP, but I'm taking George Washington off the one. Say You're no. saying no. I would not want that to be to tarnish my legacy or reputation. Your legacy is you and I are P and VP of life forever. That's our legacy. Who cares what we did? If you were born when George Washington was born, you wouldn't have made it to one years old. Times were hard back then, and that man won the freaking American Revolution and started this fine country. He's a great man. He had his run. It's a new era. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. To Madison, Wisconsin, the introductory press conference for new head football coach Luke Fickle. Right now, Coach Luke Fickle, AD Chris McIntosh are sitting down talking with the voice of the Wisconsin Badgers, Matt LaPay. Joshi, are we joining him in progress here? We are joining in progress. He's answering a question about the hiring process. There we go. And that it became clear. Obviously, there's a fit here in the style of football and, and, and the system that coach is going to run. But for me, it's, it's so much more than that. It, as you mentioned, it's, it's the development of young men, of people in the short term and in the long term. It's a belief in education and that our players can come here and compete for championships on an unbelievable stage, but then position themselves for success in life with a degree from a world-class institution. It was all those things. It, it was his values. And frankly, it was his, his belief and his priority and his family as well that just created such uh, alignment with what we were looking for. Sounds like lockstep, but I want to get your, your perspective of, of it as well, uh, Luke. I mean, you're, you're at a great program, University of Cincinnati. It's rolling. What makes Wisconsin 
the right place for you now? Well, I, I think that the now thing is, is a big deal. And, and I've always been a fan from afar. And whether it was playing against them since my time of college or, or coaching against them, um, you know, there's just there's some similarities that in, in, from afar you just know that, wow, that's the times you don't like them because they're too similar to what you are and maybe better at what you want to be than, than you are. And so I, I've always kind of viewed that and envisioned that, you know, you know, even as I was playing and, and getting into coaching. And then obviously you just, you get into doing what you do and your, your, your blinders are on and you always are kind of saying, okay, I love what I'm doing. I love where I'm at. I don't need anything different. But when those opportunities come up that you've kind of put on your, on the side to say, okay, if this thing ever happened and this ever came up, this is something that we really need to visit about as a family. And that's always been what Wisconsin was to us. And we try not to talk about it during a season because there's so much stuff going on. But in the last few years in the off season, my wife and I have been able to kind of say, okay, let's take a little time here. And if this thing continues to go and things happen, what are the things that we've got to make sure that we do to check on to see if it's right for our family? And Wisconsin always fit in there. And it just happened to be that unique opportunity and situation and time that things get aligned and I think for me that was even one of those signs that oof, this is this is something special and we, we turned back the clock a moment ago I want to do it again Mac mentioned the 1996 game which I believe was uh, at Ohio State you would have played here a couple of times at, at Camp Randall what do you remember from from that experience the atmosphere and then those big dudes on the offensive line you were up against well, I can't say about some of those big dudes in the offensive line and some of the things that maybe were transpired at that time, but I do remember the, the Joe Panoses and, the, and those guys of the world that uh, he was still young, so I, didn't, I don't know that I knew his name quite as well. He's obviously, that was a couple years later. Um, but I just know that it was such a tough, hard-nosed fight. It, there was never any – the thing that's unique is when you play that kind of game, there's never it, – it's such a respect for one another. And that's what I remember. And, and, and whether it was a competitive game, whether it was, you know, a rivalry game, whether it was, you know, a game that meant for the Big Ten championship back in the day when they didn't have a, you know, a, a playoff game or a championship game, that it just – it was such a, a well-fought game that uh, you had such respect for one another. And that's why – that's where I developed that respect. And, and I remember playing in Camp Brown. It was never fun. So I'm really excited about being on the other side when the jump around and things start to go. And, you know, and the guys up – then when I was a coach and being up in the press box and that thing starts swaying, I'm like, whoa, God, is you sure this thing's okay? I didn't sign a waiver before I came up here. I mean, this is, this is out of control. So all those things are what have gone through my head. It had nothing to do with taking the job – those guys over there of what I remember is what's the biggest thing about taking the job. But, you know, just the atmosphere and the things that what college football really is, is, uh, you know, what I'm really excited about. Get into the, to the changing landscape. But when I'm, I'm looking up Coach Fickle's background a little bit and then confirming stuff with Mac, did you know, fun fact time, both of these guys played 50 consecutive games in their respective programs. Both are Rose Bowl champions. Both earned academic All-Big Ten recognition. And both are state champion high school wrestlers. Coach Fickle, there you go. You guys related? Coach Fickle went, I believe, 106-0, Coach Bono. Um, just so you know, Coach Reeder. Um, you guys, you're not related, right? You're almost like you're, almost like you're brothers here. But I guess my point in this, as much as the landscape is changing, it seems like your values of how you view the game and the toughness, the physicality, that seems to be very much in alignment. 
I think a lot of people out there want to believe that the game has changed. The game hasn't changed. The game is still about the guys up front. It's still where it begins and where it ends. And whether we sugarcoat it or do a bunch of different things and, and, and you know, you know, all different offense. The game hasn't changed. Just like I don't believe the young men have changed. I mean, you know, what we expect of them, what we push them to do um, since I've gotten into this hasn't changed. Now, a lot of the periphery, obviously, the, you know, maybe the, you know, the, the crowds and the, the, the different things, the, the new world things. But I think the game itself, the values that it, you know, teaches you, the values that, that it develops in you um, hasn't changed since I began playing the game. Um, since I've coached the game, and I don't think it'll change as long as I'm coaching the game. You know, whether it looks different from a, from afar, whether how fast teams go, or how many you know how many wideouts or how many different people they put out there on the field of some sorts, um, it's really what it comes down to are the fundamentals of things, just like it is in life. Yeah, no, very very well said. What what has changed? And I mentioned it in, in Max's introduction, which I probably didn't. You you all knew that. Uh, with with the world of name, image, and likeness, and and everything else, I'd like to get both of your viewpoints on the importance of it. You know what it means to you for athletics, but obviously specifically football moving forward. Mac, maybe start with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, for a long time, there's been a history here at the University of Wisconsin in our department of fully supporting what's permissible to our student athletes. And NIL is, a, is, is the newest development in that arena. And um, we have taken the approach to embrace it. I think it's been a healthy thing uh, for our student athletes, for our players, the players that are here. It'll be something that we'll continue to embrace, we'll continue to emphasize, that we'll continue to endorse. I'm, I'm blessed here, we're blessed here to have some of our most trusted supporters behind the Varsity Collective, which plays an important role in providing NIL opportunities for our student athletes. Uh, some of our most trusted people that have the best interests of our student athletes at heart. And um, I think it's something that at the University of Wisconsin, we can compete in and we can be strong in. It's a facet, it's a part of this whole experience. It's not the most important part. It's not the, it's not the lead, but it's a part of a, whole, a holistic experience at the University of Wisconsin. Listening in live now to the introductory press conference for new Wisconsin Badger football coach Luke Fickle along with A.D. Cricks McIntosh. Uh, questions being moderated by the voice of the Badgers, Matt LePay on how they play. I think what we've realized and what we've developed is something that's better for the entire program and every guy within it. We all know there's going to be opportunities for those guys that, you know, are different on Saturday, have a, a unique name, image, and likeness based on the way that which they play. But I think what we've grown to and what I believe in is it's a way to take care of your whole program. Every guy in there that doesn't maybe shine on Saturday, that doesn't get the ball on Saturday, doesn't score a touchdown or you know, doesn't make a tackle or a sack is still working every day of the week. And they're a big part of making those guys out there that are on the field successful, whether they're young and they're just, their time hasn't come for them to be on the field, they still have an opportunity to part to be able to grow and take advantage um, for all their hard work. And I think that's where I believe that it's so uniquely different uh, the way that I want to continue to use it is to, to provide for the whole entire program because they all deserve something, and we all believe that. Facilities, the next you know, big topic. We're in a jewel right now. The, the renovation at Camp Randall Stadium, this is 
If I said awesome, that's not good enough. It's better than that. Um, there are things that are out there. And Mac, again, we'll start with you. Um, clearly, the McLean Center and the Shell have served the purpose, without question. Clearly, you're looking to, to ramp it up, I guess, for lack of a better term. Tell us about that, the importance of it, why it needs to happen. Again, we'll give both of you that question, the, the, the vital importance of, of, uh, of facilities. And Mac, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, you touched on it, Matt. You know, the McLean Center uh, has served us well for, for many decades. Um, but it's time for us to uh, commit to and, and put the resources into a proper indoor training facility for our team. And um, that process has begun. It's been fully supported by the university, by campus, uh, by system. And uh, it's before our partners in the state legislature right now. And, um, you know, I think uh, I've received... Uh, incredibly positive feedback from the plan we put forward. Um, it will fit with with our with our culture, with our approach. Uh, it will fit in just fine, and it'll help us uh, be positioned for success in the future. Coach, your thoughts on that? The, the, the importance of having as fine of facilities as you possibly can. Well, I think it's important to show the guys that do the work that there's there's progress and what it is that they do. They can see that progress happening, and I really do think that's important. I know that they will look at me and they'll come over to my house and they'll be like, "Wow, you guys are building more and you're doing more." Yeah, the more success that they have has created better opportunities for me. And I think in return, well, I always want to show these guys how what it is that they're doing is allowing us to continue to move the program forward by you know, continuing to build, continuing to, to upgrade all the things based on what it is and the performances that they've done. And um, some would say, well, now that's gone the new world. You don't have to have it. You just got to go this NIL world. And I don't think so. I think it's, it's a constant uh, ability to continue to show them. We expect them to continue to grow and get better and better and better. And in return, we want to continue to do the same thing for their team and for their program. I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about, you know, the, the near future here. These guys have earned the right to play in a bowl game for the 21st consecutive year. The longest streak in the Big Ten. They've earned it. But Coach, your, your thoughts on, on your approach here with, with this team in, in the coming weeks? Well, I, I sat down with, with uh, Jim yesterday for, for a good while, and we're trying to kind of map out how, how this whole thing would look. Um, I was unique to, to have been through one of these kind of processes in, in 2011 and learned a lot from it. it uh, I don't think that we want to go the route that which we did, and that's why you do it sometimes, and you take your experiences and learn from it. Um, so I don't know that we know exactly. I told these guys today, I, we don't know exactly what that will look like in, in, in moving in the next you know, three weeks, but I, I promised them this, that I'll be a part of it. Um, I'll be coaching in some way, shape, or form. We'll figure out what that means. If that means I'm coaching the punters or if that means I'm coaching the nose guards, I'm going to be around these guys. I'm going to have the ability to coach them, to get to know them, to start to build that trust, respect, and love that I think is so critical for our, for our future. There you go. That's, that's good. Very, very good to hear. Uh, to close this off here, and we mentioned, Coach, we asked you about your first time playing here. You've got a lot of very loyal supporters of this university in the room. I know it's been a whirlwind here the last couple of days, but I would imagine that you were kind of checking out, you know, what's Wisconsin all about? Have you gotten a feel of the fan base, the community support, and how important Badger football is? I know it's been, oh, you're a long timer here now, almost 24 hours, but you're familiar with the Big Ten. 
you, you have an idea here, don't you? I got a pretty good idea. I've had some family members that traveled to some of those games that, uh, you know, that we played here and, and kind of gave me a little bit more of a reference to how it is. And so, so I'm glad to be on the other side of that. And they'll be much happier to come to, to the games now, knowing that uh, they're on that side of things. But uh, it, it, that experience that, uh, you know, I don't know everything. I, that's, that's what I'm so excited about is to, to be around, to be on campus, to, to even to visit and to go to some of the other to some of the other games, whether it's I, I can't wait to get to the wrestling match, I can't wait to get to a volleyball game. I, those are the things that I, I want to be able to embrace. Some of the things that, you know, maybe in the last six years I haven't had that opportunity because we haven't had it. That's what's unique about the Big Ten. Um, so to me, that's, you know, in the next five months, maybe not having my whole family here as, as you know, they find their way, way here. I'll have a, a lot of those times to really embrace all of what Wisconsin is, all of Madison. Um, to take it in and to make sure that uh, I understand uh, a lot more about uh, this place and just what, uh, what's going on inside the football. Final thought, Mac, how excited are you is uh, looking forward to the future here of Badger football? I, I couldn't be more excited. The future is bright and um, couldn't be more thrilled to have Luke here at the helm. Couldn't be more excited. Um, couldn't be more excited for our team here today for our fans and for this university to continue to repre represent this university. You know, it's been said, athletics is the front porch of this university and, and um, couldn't be more excited about the guy we have to lead our program uh, and to lead our almost 80,000 people in Camp Randall to success and to championships. That, the voice of Chris McIntosh closing out along with new Badger football head coach Luke Fickle moderated. By the voice of the Badgers, Matt LePay as Luke Fickle introduced as your new Wisconsin Badger head football coach. We'll continue to react here. On Scalzo and Bruss, when we get back, we may hear from them again as they take questions from the media. Uh, plus, make sure you stick around because we're around for an extra hour tonight, taking you up until 7 o'clock in a brand new exclusive edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day tomorrow from New... Noon to two, featuring our star, Benny Badger, Ben Bruss, and Kyle Wallace of Sunday Karma. Those two are going to be holding things down tomorrow from noon to two across ESPN Wisconsin. We'll hear from the guys, uh, Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, once again, and we'll continue to react to a new era in Badger football. It is Scalzo and Bruss presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Bruss. Well, yes, I do have vodka breath right now, <laughs> but she asked me to bring her a GNT to the pool, and she wants to see me shirtless walking around the pool, and she's looking forward to tonight. You're so full of Yeah, crap. JV, what a stud! Greg. What do you mean? He's not a stud. She doesn't want to see him with his shirt off. I've seen him the, with his shirt off. The man's got six kids. He's doing something. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever been close to tragedy? close to folks who have. Have you ever felt the pain so powerful, so heavy you collapse? For the Wisconsin Badger football program, could we perhaps be seeing a new era in Green Bay as well? 
Luke Fickle announced by Chris McIntosh, the athletic department, or excuse me, the athletic director, as the new head coach for the Wisconsin Badger football program. We'll continue to listen in to see uh, if he is answering any questions with the media, but he has confirmed he will be a part of the bowl game coaching. He said even if it's coaching the punters, he met with Jim Leonard, he is going to be a part of the bowl game, whichever bowl game the six-win Wisconsin Badger team uh, is granted. Uh, it was also was reported it, was that recently. Like, sorry, they clapped when they mentioned the bowl game uh, that was going to be happening for the Wisconsin Badgers this, this year. Was that like crowd noise built in there? Because the applause for the 21-year streak. Like, I don't care, quite frankly. Like, I, I really don't. Like, it, Well, this feels like an exception. Like, it, traditionally, when you used to have 20-plus years of bowl games, that meant you were winning at Eight least games. seven games. Yeah. Um, you know, six and six can get it done now, which is uh, which is very interesting. Uh, it was also reported by Pete Thamel of ESPN. Fickle got a seven-year deal with UW, averaging nearly 7.9 million dollars per year. That's around 50 million dollars, actually. Sick reference, though, bro. Your references are out of control. Everyone knows that. Basically, uh, that's eight, a- eight million times seven years, 56 million. It's a big boatload of money. That is a big boatload of money. My man better bring it. I tell you that much because that is a huge investment for the University of Wisconsin. Well, it's interesting. And I think for any Badger fans who are out there saying, well, the Badgers never spend, they never do enough, they never read. This is, they're, they're doing it because this is it. Auburn's paying, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, Joshy. I believe Hugh Freeze to Auburn, I believe Freeze is averaging about $6.5 million a year to Auburn. I will confirm that number. Who has more money and resources than than just about any other program in the country um, and has some of the finest facilities there. Now, you heard the question from LePay late uh, with both McIntosh and Fickle talking about the facilities at UW. Planted question because, you know, they're making sure that they know that there's going to be facilities upgraded in the tenure of Luke Fickle. Well, they need to be. Absolutely need to be. If you're going to spend eighty or fifty million dollars on a coach, better give him. Like I said, they better give him all the resources to be successful. Because if they don't, it would be a waste of fifty million dollars. Like invest in the investment. You've now invested in the head coach of Luke Fickle. It's time to invest even further beyond just the facilities into an NAL recruiting program, into every aspect. of of the program that will get you to the level that you are paying somebody $50 million for. Guess what? I know everyone hates to throw huge expectations out there, and I know Luke Fickle didn't say it himself, but if he does not make the college football playoff, this is a failure. It it, it is a failure if Luke Fickle does not get the Wisconsin Badgers to the college football playoff, especially with talks of expansion and especially with the amount of money he's being paid. I I don't think that's fair to say. In the current setup of the college football playoff, if it, gets, if it goes to twelve teams, I, I totally totally agree. I don't know because think about this: to be the to Badgers be have been two two years they've had a chance in the current format to make it, not paying their coaches not nearly as much as Luke Fickle, not nearly as much, and they sniffed it in nineteen and seventeen. They did, and they got absolutely boat raced at the Big Ten Championship. They were up twenty-one to seven at halftime in twenty nineteen. I'll never forget it. People don't forget. Yeah, that, that was the a, Badgers were. That was a rough one. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, 
understand what you're saying. He can't tie it to the money to me in that way. What you can say is that this Badgers program should be cemented as a top 15 program in the country and be able to climb into the top 10. Like to me, the consistent, the consistency of quality football being played is actually more important than a college football playoff appearance. And that sounds counterintuitive to the way that the Badgers approach this because that's who the Badgers have been, but they haven't been that way the past few years. Like, that's the thing. Is Paul Chris never gets fired if he... It, it, say whatever you want, and I'm probably putting way too much of this on Graham Mertz, but if Jack Cohn doesn't get hurt, that team is decent in 20, right? I'd say better than decent. Jack Cohn was a good quarterback. And then in 21, he gets another year. Because of COVID? Because of, of COVID. And all of a sudden, like, that was that that would have been last year. Graham Mertz. And, and that team might, ends up we, winning. We, we might end up being right about Graham Mertz. He Graham is Mertz, the best thing that ever happened to Wisconsin. Graham Mertz, though, would have transferred out. And then all of a sudden, you're probably still dealing with a consistent 9-win, 10-win ten ten team. I don't expect Fickle to come in and completely turn this program over and change it fundamentally. I expect him to get the fundamentals back into the Badger football program, not fundamentally change it. You heard him talking about the importance of winning the trenches, something me and you believe in, something me and you live day in and day out. Oh, baby. I love I was doing pass sets in here. I mean, I was clapping, like watching Greg get off the line and go, boom, Greg off the line. He literally said, we have to win up front. It's the game is still about the guys up front. Greg and I locked eyes and almost did the Oklahoma drill in the studio. That's how excited I am. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. And I'm to get into the show. We'll open up the phone lines. Get your reaction on the hiring of Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, Chef Ed chimes in and says, I'm excited. Luke sounds a lot like Barry Al. Alvarez, Chef Ed remembers Barry very well. Uh, 800-990-3776. Call us, text us, reacting to the big Badger news from yesterday. We'll be back in two minutes. It's Galzo and Bross presented by Bud Light.